536 on Wednesday, November 20th. Watch out. We're both uh, rested and energized. Mm-hmm. Glad you're here with us today on the Morning Reboot. Um, there's stuff in the show sheet that I have not fully fleshed out because there's a, a lot to get to today. Happy Masked Singer Day, by the way. Oh, I thought I missed it again. I was like, oh, I've been slacking. Somebody, uh, I got into a small discussion about it on Facebook over the weekend that I tagged you. Uh-huh. And I think, like, hold on, let me start the show. Uh, the Rated Game <laughs> is coming up right after 6 a.m. I'm going to jump way ahead and do some holiday things. Some holiday things, like Christmas stuff is rolling around in my head. People are already getting ready for it, even though it's not even Thanksgiving. That's fine. The Rated Game after 6, Panelful Ladies early, 7.10 or so for Paw Patrol tickets, Okay. And then we'll, uh, we'll have Pam from the Old Newsboys help us get ready to kick off our Coach for Kids campaign at Franklin Park Mall. Conspiracy theories with Alex. Um, our friend Alex will be here today. And last week, she was ranting via text. I think about the, the, the Epstein stuff, which there was news yesterday. And I was like, you know what? Conspiracy theories is always a good... Uh, is always a good radio topic or a good show topic. I need to make myself a quick note here. So I again, I said I wasn't complete. I didn't flesh out everything because I had a lot to prepare for. What are you up to? Oh no, nothing. <laughs> um, so conspiracy <laughs> theories. If you got them, send them our way. A little after eight, and uh, well, uh, this is another thing I didn't get ready for. Uh, we have a new sweet deal today. It's probably going to sell out fast. Our friends from Backyard Barbecue. Oh, yes. The only thing I've prepped for that is whoever comes in, make them sing the jingle. <laughs> yes. Because there's always something going on in the Backyard Barbecue. Yeah. We have a lot to do today if you get away from it. I think if you listen to this part of the show, you know that uh, you know how and when to get the podcast. I need to remember to remind other people throughout the, t- the duration of the broadcast. But really, there's so much going on on the show. I, mm-hmm. I forget some things. Like today is the last day to get qualified for Michigan Ohio State tickets. That's at nine twenty. Um, to start, good morning. It's five thirty nine. It's Eric Chase and the one and only Floyd. Hi. Good morning. Are you all situated? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. So, that's what, I, I, I prepared for stuff under pressure. I accidentally, so what I did was I started the live video, and then on my Facebook, when I went to go share it, I hit delete. So then it corresponded with that. I'm like, oh, no, I didn't mean to do that. So we're good. We're good. We're live. Okay. The phone number, by the way, I know if you're listening now, you know this because it's one of the first things we throw at you. 419-240-1055. 419-240-1055. You can send text messages anytime. You can uh, call in later on for uh, Panaful Ladies to get those Paw Patrol tickets. And I think we we only gave away one yesterday, so mm-hmm. I think we can do like three today. I'm okay with that. Cool. Yeah, that's this weekend, I believe, at the Stranahan. Uh Hold on, I'm just trying to gather my thoughts right now. By the way, and I also need to remember to say uh, thank you for the time you spend listening to us. Yes. It's an er- <clears throat> excuse me. It's an early morning. Oh, are you okay? <coughs> it's the apple. It is. Um my phone was getting some messages last night saying, "We need to save Max. We need to save Max." Oh. Uh let it's 
Usually we save it for our entertainment segment, mm-hmm. but the uh, the A story today is Max Boyle. He is, spoiler. I mean, look, this is the topic of the day. This is like trying to avoid a, a sports score. It's impossible. Yeah. Even my dad, who doesn't, who isn't internet connected all the time, can't avoid. Can't avoid. He like will sometimes record a game mm-hmm. and then and then come back and watch it. And it, it you just can't do it anymore. So I, I'm sorry, but so Max is Max lost. Max was He's gone. Max was in the wild card trio for the instant save and didn't get it. And can I be honest with you? Shady shenanigans. This yeah. this is not a dig. But how's the other talent pool? Like he was good. Like if if he if if his talent is based on any uh, anyone else in that on the show cuz I've I've not watched it. I'm guilty. I've been working. But damn. He made it that far, though. There's some. There is some very good talent on the show. Oh. I think I've ne- I, I've. I am going to guarantee that I've seen, or I'm going to guarantee that I've. I've been in a place where Max has performed before, just from having lived downtown mm-hmm. and live music all the time. And I just didn't know it at the time. Um, I think. I think he should stick with our suggestion. Oh yes, be the uh, that's, next- his, that, that's his genre. I look. I don't. I don't know music at all. Mm -hmm. But I've been in this industry long enough to. I think he didn't hit a home run with his wild card, his save song last night. Um, Let me. Can I give you that? Okay. Yeah. Give me that. Give me that. And I will leave the mics on for it. I mean, it's still perfectly fine. But this is the voice. Uh, I mean, this this is not Dirty Bird. Um, Like America is watching. So this is Max and Thinking Out Loud last night. Uh, Ed Sheeran. We'll be loving you until we're 70. Whoa. Maybe my heart is still for let heart in 23. I'm thinking about how people fall in love in mysterious ways. Maybe with this song right so Get online. You gotta rally people up. We gotta save Max. 
So his his gold is that falsetto. Like that that's the panty dropper. There I said it at 5:45 in the morning because that's I think when you take on such an iconic song like that cuz it in the past 10 or so years that you hear that I just hear Ed Sheeran's voice. That's a tough song. I couldn't I can't I can't and then it's just how we are as music listeners. I cannot separate I myself from hearing that not sung in the Ed Sheeran. It's like when someone takes on like a Michael Jackson song. Like you're like, oh, I can't hear anyone else sing this except Michael Jackson. So I think kudos to him for taking the risk. He still sound good, but I kept comparing it to Ed Sheeran, which is not. This is why I can't be a judge because like that's why they have a hard job. Because I'm sure Kelly, John, the other one, and Blake were like, we we can't hear Ed Sheeran. We can't hear Ed Sheeran, but we're only human. So, but he did. He still sound good. It makes me sad they didn't make it because. That's not a dreadful performance. And no. It was good. So that only tells me what the other talent pool is like there. Yeah, so that, uh, the the save. It's the end of the show. America instantly saved. Team who? Joanna Martinez. From Team Who? They say Gwen? Uh yes. Blah. And so <laughs> sorry. So where I, is she from? Joanna Martinez. She's probably from like a huge city. Um well that's the, the other thing. Who who said this? I saw somebody online saying Max has so much Toledo support. Well, yeah, and that's But we're nothing compared to Chicago, y'all. If, if that's where she's from. If everybody in this metro area voted for Max and what, like ten percent of Chicago voted for whoever, yeah. well, we get blown away and that doesn't account for the rest. So I preferred Max's performance the other night because it, it gave me the kind of music I really mm-hmm. enjoy. Um and it was co signed by a black woman, my mom. She was like cause she watches the voice, but she missed the episode but listen to him on our show she's like oh who is that i go that's the guy from toledo ma and she's like oh i like him so his was fine i don't look don't take me as a judge for this because i'm i'm not a music expert but just because i'm not doesn't mean that we can't have informed opinions but you're a music buyer and i feel like that's more that's that's why I feel like on these shows they should have someone who's not a music person someone who's actually going to listen and buy a record like not who's going to be gifted or like work with them in the studio. They, I want them to have like, they still need a famous person, like an average Joe who sits at home, like me, who listens to music. I like all types of music. Like, his voice is amazing. Would I buy a record? Absolutely. Not just because I'm from Toledo, because he has the pipes and chops. Now, I want to hear this Joanna lady. Yeah, song. let's create the context. He, he... This song's called Superwoman. Never heard it. I was expecting Lil Mo Superwoman. That's a note, right? Mm-hmm. Let's find out where she's from. Just... Oh, I love this song. This is just a Spanish and Cuban American. Miami. There you go. Bigger city than Toledo. <laughs> yeah. She's really, really good. That just hit me right by, like, on, on merit, and, and I don't play favorites for the most part, on merit, she's 
a worthy yeah. vote, right? Alicia Keys. Is it? Yeah. Yep. If I were to play those two yeah, songs back to back. Listen, I'm sorry to cut you off. They both picked really hard songs. Because once you hear the original of that one, you'll never stop hearing it. Because I kept hearing that Alicia Keys. But she twisted it to make... Her voice complimented it. Does that make sense? Hmm. Like, kind of just... There's a song... Like, I cut my hand, and then she put her voice on top of it, and it was like, oh, okay, this is fluid. If I played those two songs back-to-back, in a, and you had never heard them before, who who would get your vote? I hate to say it. The girl. I Because the, just the I first note alone. Like, she's ah! I was like, oh, she got me right away. The bigger guy with the chin strap beard and the hat? Uh-huh. He's very vocally talented as well. Everywhere I'm Right there, that ah, yeah, but it's hard because I like I like him, and every snippet you've played me of Max, I'm just like, damn, that's t-. like it's so hard to be on these singing competitions. We're from the generation where singing competitions were fairly new, so like we didn't really know how people are, but now like kids see the idols, the voice, um, UK X Factor, or when X Factor or America's Got Talent, they're like, these kids are like 13, 14, they're like, I can't wait to be 16 to be on that show. They literally do vocal lessons, and they're like, they're these superhuman with their vocals, and like, that's stuff I could never do, so kudos to him and everyone on these shows who, it's vulnerable, because like being, putting your music out there and your voice out there, that's like your baby, that's like, for most people, it's a security thing. And like, you're putting it out there for the world to judge. So I'm not taking anything away from anyone on these shows. My last comment from an area of po- potential ignorance. There might be more talented singers on that show who might have to play in the pop landscape or country landscape. Yeah. And that's so competitive where if he goes down this Robin Thick road, listen, listen. he can own it. Listen, all the, I'm telling you, it, and I don't mean, it's not even derogatory. You have a panty-dropping voice. Like, that's a compliment in the radio genre I'm talking about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as soon as you hit that falsetto and you hear a woman, of in, 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 not of, in, of any color, the audience go, yes, baby. But the black ones. But the black, but I'm serious. As soon as you hear, and they're like, yes, you have made it, and they are going to buy it. They're going to they're gonna tell their cousins, their sisters, their aunts, their church congregation. They're going to buy your album. I'm telling you, please do not go down this. Follow your passion first and foremost. But like, if a producer's like, no, we got this good pop charts. We want you to go. 14-year-old girls are going to lose their mind. No, there's already a market for that. That's what Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran have that crap on lockdown like there is a market of women older black women just waiting for a white man to hit them with the falsetto and i'm telling you you will get nominated for best r&b grammy i promise you because there's not a market for it br br i should work in the record industry (laughs) 2k19 good morning it's the morning reboot at 551 on q105 The Morning Reboot on Q105. Good morning. It's Eric and Floyd. 419-240-1055. 710 or so for a lot of Paw Patrol tickets. What are you you giggling at? The Julia Roberts story. Oh, we'll get to that later. all over Facebook right now. I was like, oh, I fell asleep real early last night. Here's here's (laughs) the short version of that. We'll get to more of it in about an hour. Now... You've don't you got to read past the headline. The headline says Julia Roberts. Somebody wanted Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. 
The thing is... The quote, though. The story goes back a couple of decades from when this movie was initially in production. Um, For those that thought that casting couches and uh, and, and this, this... lack of inclusivity and treating women and and anyone who wasn't an older white male like crap in Hollywood mm-hmm. wasn't happening. I mean, please let this story be the cherry on that. We'll do more of that later. And I, I do have a, an entertainment story I can't wait to get to. So one thing we don't talk about on the show is This Is Us. I guess the fall season finale was last night. I just don't like being sad all the time. And everyone who watches that show, they're like, oh, this episode got me crying. I'm like, you is this your designated time to cry once a week? Yes. I don't I don't I don't dispel that it's not a good show cuz the cast is very talented. They rack up the Emmys, they rack up the Golden Globes. I just just something that never caught my eye. Um Mandy Moore's going on tour next year. For what? <laughs> like singing? Yeah. So you're not interested. Is she going to sing Candy and Candy the remix because that's all we want to hear Maybe from her. know this song? I do. You know my favorite artists are synthetic white women. How dare you? You know I love pop music. Man, I are excited. If she sings In My Pocket, I'm there. Forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, she's going on tour beginning, I think, in May of next year. It's going to start in Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, no Detroit, no Cleveland, no Columbus show. So the closest one, if we do choose to go, is you want to use your SpongeBob musical money no. for Mandy Moore instead. We have to go to Chicago. Is she doing like a small bar? She's going to sit at a, she's going to sit at a stool with the piano and do this stripped down acoustic version of Mandy, of Candy, and she's going to do what she does in every video on YouTube. You guys, I forgot the words of the song. It rhymes with your name. Um, Chicago Theater, so and 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 Benedum Center in Pittsburgh. So I'm gonna guess it's it's a couple thousand seat venue, Mm-mm. but this is, okay. you know what? Do you boo? I'm not here to judge, but I'm here to judge. Uh, good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q105. Uh, a little bit of fog now. I don't believe we have any delays. We'll have some sun and clouds later on. Windy with showers tomorrow. Mostly sunny. 47 on. Friday. Paw Patrol tickets will hit those around 7.10 this morning with a panel full of ladies and our friend Alex will join us. If you're about to leave the show for now, we appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to us and um, get the podcast later on this morning. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. Quickly, we've talked about how infrequently we check our mail. Yes. Yesterday was my... (laughs) I should talk about people crying it this is us crying once a week i checked my mail for the first time in like two weeks i was like hold oh, at all these bills which you already know about because they <laughs> auto deducted or you get the they email all, they auto deducted and i do get the email yes i haven't checked my mail now it seems like in about a month or so according to the dates on my mail that was given to me by my mail carrier <laughs> now she took me off the list to get all those circulars okay so i have about 70% less mail that I like there's no more like legit like Aldi and furniture this and that out like, Aldi whatever you're so east side I don't, east coast I don't get those anymore <laughs> but my key I went to go get my mail two days ago my key didn't work to your mailbox I have another key no problem that key didn't work so yesterday when I was driving home I saw a mail truck drive by and I chased after him <laughs> and flagged him down and I just, as I suspected, in my area, 
I think there's two different mail carriers, one for the back, one for the front. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I know you're not my person, but I live around the corner and I can't get in my mailbox. And he barely knew who the other mail carrier, who my mail carrier right. was. Um, and I eventually saw her later on and she helped me out. And uh, when I saw her, I she had to roll down her window and I said, hi. I was like, oh, you look pissed. She was giving me the look... Like she knew I couldn't get into my mailbox because the mail was just jammed in there so hard, but she wasn't. I think she was just having a day, mm-hmm. and she got me my mail. Well, my key still doesn't work, so now I've got to figure that out. Not for the for like the two or three important pieces of mail I get per month. But that's a good excuse to say why your mail's backed up because you can't get in. So they can't be mad. Like I've talked to people, they've not fixed my key yet. Well, with mine, it's just billowing out on the floor. I should take a picture. My neighbors love all three of you. They put. I'm going to take a picture of like They put like a little basket under my mailbox so it they just falls out in there. And I'm like, oh, you guys did that for me. Because they know I'm, A, I'm never, I can't say I'm never home. I just never check my mail. Because it's always just coupons and like groceries. And like when I checked it yesterday, it's all Belize Black Friday sales. I got money to go to Best Buy. Pop, Papa John's coupons? No. Or what, I, what, there's always a pizza place involved. There is a pizza. Mm, I'm going to tell you Caesars. what pizza place I get. But I'm just like, that's not my. Mm-mm. I want to know now. Happy's. No, I I don't I don't eat there. I was in like a mm, like I hate happies, but it's just there's nothing by my house. I only get happies pizza. Maybe that came out the wrong way. I don't get other coupons. I just get happies pizzas. I've never actually ventured down the happy pizza road, even though it's down the street. I've had it before. I, there was a, there's a lot of them in in Detroit. I think yes. There was. There's a, I remember when I went to school up there. There was like one on every corner, like a Starbucks. And there was a lot of. Is Cottage Inn still open? There's one in, on Secor. Oh, you still have Cottage Inn? I'm not sure. Okay. 601, um, I will go against my actual feelings, but I feel like doing some holiday things for the rated game coming up. I'm not a holiday person. Me neither. We'll dive into some holiday things with the rating game with the rated game next. Q104. 614, the morning reboot. If you're just waking up with us here on Q105, good morning. It's Eric and Floyd. Max is gone from The Voice after last night's uh, instant save went to Joanna Martinez. You can, uh, if you're just here and you won't be here till like uh, 6.50, you'll have to check out what we had on the podcast. If not, we will hit uh, Max and more and the Julia Roberts story that... (laughs) Lots of people online are talking about and would be truly a stretch even for her great talents. That's later on in entertainment. Um, A woman who has caught my amusement. Um, She's from Adrian. She stole something from Home Depot. She got caught and uh, she's got a a mugshot now. I threw the article up on our Q105 Facebook page. Can you give it a look? Sure. I got to type in Q. There it is. We'll get to the rated game just in, in one second. We'll do a really fast version so we can get to our news around six thirty. You get you can start it. It's loading. You know this computer's slow. I just I want the rawness of of you. The rawness. The raw the raw reaction of you seeing her her mugshot. Like, I don't know what she stole. Ooh, what's on her face? A smile. Why is she so happy? I don't know. <laughs> Why? Look, we can laugh because it's just like theft. <laughs> but she has a like if you she hasn't t- had a picture taken in years. She's so excited. If you take that orange jumper off of her, that looks like a good holiday photo. I, I kind of want to face tune her <laughs> and give it a glamour shot. Okay, girl. Good for her. Good uh, for you. Oh, did I say the five second rule? I meant the rated game. Sorry. No, you said rated. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. I got a lot of holiday things in my mind because people are already in the spirit. I'm gonna airbrush uh, her. 
overrated, underrated, properly rated. Cutting down your own Christmas tree. The pe- oh, people that's do- overrated. Girl, they, they buy it. <clears throat> okay. Next up, decorating your Christmas tree. Also overrated. Don't even put up a Christmas tree. I don't know. I'm never a Christmas tree person. Like, people love it. Like, people have their favorite ornament. They have, like, their favorite top. Or, like, ugh, just not my thing. Overrated. Did they? So, The Wiz is the black version of uh, The Wizard of Oz, right? Which I played the lion in high school. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm signing you up to play Black Scrooge. That's fine. You can just call him Scrooge. Was he? Na- He's an angry old white guy. In all the film adaptations, they never said what color he was in the book. Fair enough. <laughs> Ebenezer? Yeah, that could be like an old black guy name. Yeah, Ebenezer. Uh, eggnog. Ooh, that's way overrated. I don't... Ugh, no. Spiked eggnog. Mm, probably rated. Have you had it? Yep. Really? Do you? What do you put in there? I, don't they put like scotch or something in there? I don't know. Or is it vodka? I don't know. Ma, text me, let me know. She That's her favorite drink. Spiked? I'm calling her out. I would think... The vodka would mix better, but I do think that the darker liquors people mm-hmm. do. Next up, overrated, underrated, properly rated, turkey. Mm, it's properly rated because it only comes up on the holiday season. No one ever says, I want a turkey on 4th th- of July. It's usually uh, like uh, the lunch meat. Yeah. So, yeah, properly rated. It's properly rated. Cyber Monday. Ooh, that's underrated because I've always wanted to participate, but I always forget about it. I wish they would promote that more than Black Friday because I feel like more people online shop now. It's out there. Yeah. I went to uh, Target yesterday. Target! And there's a lot of toy sales, including Transformers. And they're also running a buy two, get one free. On what? Transformers. What? My debit card was shaking. (laughs) Next up, I have three more things to get to. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Ham. Ooh, I love ham. It's probably rare. I could eat ham all year round. You, you you actually can. I know you can, but I mean like like a rump roast ham, like a big old, okay. yeah, in the oven ham. Mm-hmm. Yams. Like sweet potatoes? Mm-hmm. Mm, those are, mm, I don't know, because I like, I'll say they're overrated because not a lot of people like them. Really? But once they eat them, they're like, oh, these aren't bad. I, I love them. So underrated, yeah, underrated, not overrated. Sorry, underrated. They're a, it, it, it involves at least for me some elbow grease to make them a, a variety, the variety of ways that I can, um, but they're really good. Yeah, they are, and I guess better for you than uh, white potatoes. But if you need a good sweet potato or yams recipe, HMU. Last, Damn it! Last one. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. Caroling. Do people even do that anymore? Yeah. Still. That's overrated. It's cold. I'm not trying to sing for your enjoyment. It's cold out here. Um, it's 619 with the morning reboot. In in news, uh, some reaction to from city council to the mayor's proposal to increase the income tax. So we'll hear from some of our favorite and less favorite city council people. <laughs> uh, something on Secor to be aware of today that will affect traffic. And one quick thing. 
I was texting our friend Dennis Sawan yesterday, who Dan. is the defense attorney for uh, the gentleman, I think it's Ken Kendrick Jr. for Ken's Lounge, mm-hmm. which is likely to be closed by the city for being a nuisance bar. And I was thinking about something. So it's over there on LaGrange. And we both watched him speak on the news yesterday morning and, and, and both thought the same thing, like how articulate he was. And, mm-hmm. it's, and it's a really crummy situation. I have a question. Yes. What would happen if I went in there for a drink and, or it said, hey, is Ken here? Because I, I said to Dennis, let us know what we can do to help him out. What would happen if I went in there? They would probably ask you, what do you want to drink? Okay. It's just a bar. Like they're, it's, not a, it's not a race bar. It's just a bar. Okay. Boy, what was that question about? You? Because there, I have been to bars before uh, of, of all kinds and I have, I have perked up eyebrows. I mean, you may stick out like a sore thumb, but they're not going to turn away your business. No. Eight, eight, Money's all the same color. It's not even that. But um, I think, I'll say, in the black community, we don't really care what color you are as long as you're spending your money in our establishment. I, I, nothing would happen to you. They'd be like, what are you drinking? You might be like, I want a something, something. Like, we got Hennessy. I do it. <laughs> <laughs> they might not have what you have, right. but they're going to find some way to get you what you want. I had a kid of work. Yeah. I do it like, I would like to help the guy out if we can, because um, it's a crummy situation. Mm-hmm. 621. We'll get into news next on Q105. Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah. Just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. Send some uh, good thoughts to the uh, Monroe officers in that shootout yesterday. All the best to them and their recovery. So they're at home now, so they're, I guess they're in the clear. So they're at home recovering now. Yeah, wild situation for about mm-hmm. 24 hours or so. Uh, the mayor, Toledo's mayor, Wade Capscavich, his proposal to increase the city's income tax was met with some mixed reaction yesterday at City Council. It was the first discussion that the council had since the mayor um, sent out the idea of asking voters to raise the income tax from 0.75% to 1.25% for a decade. Larry Sykes told the mayor he was under the impression the entire increase would go towards improving the streets, not other things like preschool and public safety. He wants to understand how the tax will impact his uh, constituents, usually low-income Toledoans. Rob Ludeman asked the administration to find out what percent of Toledo residents pay the income tax. Does that, like, if you have a job, doesn't that mean you pay it? Right. Keep going. I have some thoughts for I think it'll impact my decision to put this on the ballot and will certainly impact the voters' decision, yes or no. Comb Ives pointed to Columbus, whose voters approved an income tax increase 10 years ago. And of an example how it can lead to success. You see the city thriving immensely. I look forward to the idea that we could be making those similar investments here in Toledo to fix our roads and better uh, offer better education to our citizens. All right, so back to Mr. Sykes. Hasn't the mayor always talked about the free preschool and stuff? Like, it, I, this isn't... Yes, but this income... I think this, the messaging was off. When okay. this was proposed a couple of weeks ago, it was... And I think we read the story. We were under the impression that this income tax is solely for roads. Okay, okay. Then, That's all I needed to clarification. Okay. Then there was some disagreement or there wasn't clarity and... Nick was in here with us last week, and he said, no, it would be for, for more wider use, and I think we were all excited that it would be used for the roads because Nick told us, we don't get state and federal funding for our roads. That's right, because remember I said, I don't I don't mind uh, income tax increase. I just want to see results. Right. I do remember saying that. Yeah. All right, thank you for reminding um, me. I... 
as I've said many times, I will look at a story from the Blade or 13 or WTOL on Facebook. I will glance at a comment or two. Realize that I am a much better human being than most of the people making these comments. You still read the comments? What? Stop it. A couple of them. No, a, a couple is too many. A couple, <laughs> and I'm like, what century do these people live in? And then I go back to my day. Do you ever read some of the comments that you're like, are you typing on a typewriter? Like, you just think to yourself, you're like, are you, do you even do you even have a smartphone? Who, like, gra- who graduated you from elementary school? <laughs> it's so bizarre, yeah. This, sto- this story, I read the comments, and I think you will be happy with them as well. It was like, I can't believe we still do this. Why is this even a thing? Um, it may soon be illegal in Toledo to discriminate against someone because of their natural hair type, hairstyle, or head wrap. Wait, wait. It's not... You can still discriminate against that? I think they just have to change some wording. Okay. Uh, Comb Ives and other council people, Yvonne Harper and Cecilia Adams yesterday proposed amending the discrimination prohibited chapter of the municipal code to include a prohibition against the discrimination on the basis of natural hair types, hairstyles, and head wraps commonly associated with race, culture, or religion. If a person looks too ethnic, particularly as it relates to their hair, that's sometimes held against them, uh, mm. according to Adams. And, and again, when I was reading the comments on this story... Other than the one idiot that said, fix the roads, everyone was like, I can't believe this is still a thing. And it, yeah. made, it made me feel good about where I live. I did, I just did that too. I'm like, oh, that's still a thing? But it's uh, so weird to think that your hairstyle, something that you, like, we're not granted a lot of things at birth, but most children of ethnic background have their hair. And sometimes their hair is done really cute. Or you wear... The runner, the I'm gonna say it wrong, hajib, the head, mm-hmm. yeah, like Muslims, yeah, like I don't even bat an eye when I see that. It's crazy that we still have these. Fix this, fix this now. I vote, I vote for it. How about like <laughs> the variety? So the opposite of two ethnic is, well, another way of saying two ethnic, a synonym for two ethnic is um, not white enough. Do you know how <laughs> or many? Thing is, how dare you come in here looking that black? I'm like, huh? You know how many white people, men and women, have horrific hairstyles? <laughs> I mean, if you want to, if, if we're traveling back in time, the eighties. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this, so this, like, these people. Some of these people have deep religious beliefs. Like mm. uh, the the girl, I, and I forget her name now. I'm sorry. From Northview, the runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Religious beliefs. You just won't go and get a good like haircut. Yeah, that's so crazy to me. All right, Youth for Change is hosting a uh, hair demonstration expo December one, uh, December first at Groomed Barbershop on Monroe Street. Um, Ohio State University graduate Precious Tate founded Youth for Change in February as an organization to promote civic engagement and advocacy among youth. The Lucas County Board of Commissioners voted unanimously yesterday to hire Kelly Sears, currently the VP of Operations at the Humane Society, as the new shelter director for the Lucas County Canine Care and Control. She'll start on December 9th with an annual salary of $92,000. And they also uh, they have a 24-hour yes. canine unit person. I can't think of the name uh, off the top of They will of have head. an on-call officer Thank you. for LC4, and it'll run through TPD. So, uh, over at LC4, they'll only take your calls when they're open, which I think is like 11 to 7. Yes, and then also on the news outlets, it's on- only the TPD can call this person. Right. So, if you are a citizen and you figure out this person's number, you do not call them. 
call you call TPD first, and they're they're the middleman to the person you need. They need to get in contact with. Yep, um, I'm looking forward to what Kelly will do with uh, Lucas Shelley. Obviously, Laura Simmons is a very good friend of mine, and, and Laura's moving on. I think to work at Humane Ohio now, but we'll still do things for LC4, and we that that facility needs to be upgraded. And Laura has literally completely reimagined the dog warden into what it is now when mm-hmm. people were lined up for hours to take dogs out for snouting about. Yeah. So I would like to see Kelly continue that. And I told Laura, I said, you get that lady in here. Forget about the commissioners. She's got to get my approval. <laughs> and bring a puppy too. Dog. Bring a baby. Tree trimming will require a lane cl- uh, closing today. Uh, part of Secor for two days. This is going to be a headache. Secor's southbound right lane will be closed Ooh. between Central and Bancroft. That's an That's the busy section of Secor. That's the tight. That's Jesus. Where, like the sidewalks are what make the bottleneck. Uh huh. Um, it'll uh, be clo- from 9 a.m. each day until the the day's work concludes. Delays oh. are very likely. Um, with the weather. Separately, pavement restoration after utility work will close a part of Central Toledo. Um, Oakwood Avenue will be closed between Smead and Detroit. And we're I haven't been over there yet, but. Um, 475 is obviously something to be to be aware of now with the Door Street Interchange being built for a while. Uh, I got some Floyd on sport, sports at the bottom there. Yes! For all you Bowling Green fans, they lost. Badly. 66-24 to in their final home game. And also, UT heads to Buffalo, is it this evening? Yep. Yes, tonight. 7.30. And the game will be on ESPN, the sequel. The do, do you remember watching ESPN 2 when we were kids, the yeah. Deuce? It was like, didn't it play like motorcross and stuff? It played like all the extreme Hockey, sports. Hockey, skateboarding, and they yeah. had like graffiti graphics. Mm-hmm. So, 641 with the morning reboot. If you're just joining us, we'll recap the voice last night. Max is gone. And we'll get into this wild Julia Roberts story <laughs> that has the internet properly outraged. But there is a did you know part of the story that we'll share before 7, after 7, around 710, Paw Patrol tickets. For the morning reboot around 710 Paw Patrol tickets and a lot of them for the panel full of ladies. Good morning. Thank you for the time you spend listening to the morning reboot here on Q105. It's Eric and Floyd. Do they reveal the Grammy nominations today? Is that today? It might be. Oh, um, oh so early because it doesn't air till February, right? Sounds right. Hmm. But you want to get that, that outrage up before the holidays kick in. It's going to be Lizzo and Billie Eilish, right? For and a random guy's... We've never heard of before, but for best new artist, yeah. Uh, Max Boyle last night, he got sent home. We're back here. This is just cheering for the instant save. It's very mass singer. The Hollywood instantly saved. Quite a performance last night, so Max had some tough competition. Maybe she and Max can do the Usher Alicia version of I Ain't Got You. You're welcome. 
So that's Joanna Martinez. And I know a lot of people were saying, everybody, like Max has all of Toledo support. There's no way he can lose unless someone from a bigger city gets and everyone. she's bo- from... My man. Max last night thinking out loud for his uh, for his save attempt. Well, the legs don't work like they used to before. And I can't sweep you off of your feet. Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? Darling, I will be loving you until we're Great performance. Not enough good. to not enough for him to get the save. Uh, next hour ho- we'll play Sorry. the whole Team Kelly performance where Max had a couple of good bits in the Cranberries Linger. They did linger. I have no self-control. Did he sing it with Kelly? The whole crew. All, all Team Kelly. You like this song? I do! Turn. Don't let it burn. Don't let it fade. I'm sure about being It's just your attitude. It's tearing me apart. It's ruining everything. Here it is. Swore I would be true. Because honey, so did you. So why were you holding her hand? Okay. Were you lying all the time? Was it just a game to you? But I'm being so clear. So, fun performance of that oh, song. That was good. The story that has the internet upset today, rightfully so, but <laughs> I, there's an important detail you need to pay attention to. There's a re- So, Hollywood, and ever since the Harvey Weinstein stuff, are, many people's eyes have been open to how discriminatory it is, how disgusting, how perverted. Look, the casting couch videos and memes and parodies didn't just come from someone's imagination. Right, right, right. Garbage like that happened from disgusting human beings. The revelation that Julia Roberts was suggested to play Harriet Tubman has shocked and outraged the internet. Producer Gregory Allen Howard, who started writing the film's screenplay over two decades ago with director Casey Lemons, revealed the outraging or the outrageous casting request during an interview this month with Focus Features, the distributor for Harriet. Harriet, which was set up at Disney 26 years ago, was my first assignment. Hollywood, however, was very different back then. Um, I was told how one studio head said in a meeting, this script is fantastic. Now, maybe this is hearsay or secondhand, but I was, and again, long ago, I was told how one studio head said in a meeting, this script is fantastic. Let's get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. He continued, when someone pointed out that Roberts couldn't be Harriet, the executive responded, it was so long ago, no one's going to know the difference. I would just like to put out of my tooth this, I'm just going to assume that this man was on a lot of drugs and or drunk or just making small banter because no one is that stupid. Now, I say that, but then realize people are that stupid. But as a, as a black man who wants to see this movie still, even though it's kind of bombing at the office, it's bombing, but... I just hope after he said that he's like, ah, you're, oh, you're just so funny, Chuck. Like you know what I mean? Like I hope it was that type of conversation and not like, oh, Chuck, you're funny, and Chuck is kind of just like, 
No, I'm serious. We need to get Julie Roberts on this product now. Project right. now. We don't. It is so absurd <laughs> that it can't possibly be true, but that doesn't keep the internet from getting outraged. Uh. But you bring up a good point. All the sexcapades and, and nasty perverted behavior, I, a lot of it likely fueled by lots of alcohol and insane amounts of drugs. Yeah. So maybe this was like, yeah, yeah. like somebody just sniffed the white powder off the table and said, <laughs> I got an idea. Julia Roberts. And like this person told someone else and... Point and prove it. So, so, so no, so I don't get that hate message because I know like, how this is serious. When I was in Philadelphia, I got really drunk and I said that we should bring back Helen Hunt and Helen Hunt should be everyone. And then, like, my friends were like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "To picture it, Helen Hunt as Rosa Parks, but she's an action hero." And then, like, so like, but we were all laughing. I didn't mean anything by it, but I was just like, I picked it. We were. I don't know why Helen Hunt even got brought up. I just brought up an old actress who was like very popular when I was younger, who isn't doing much. I said, "Helen Hunt as Rosa Parks." As an action star. It's like Rosa Parks meets Rambo. And they were like, ooh, you are wasted. I said, like, but it's hilarious. So yeah. I kind of hope that's how it went because I under, as someone who just recently made this joke like three weeks ago, I hope that's the context it was in. But deep down in my heart, I feel like there was someone who, like you said, sniffed the powder, had a little vodka, puff, puff, passed, and was just like, hey, I have this genius idea. In the same breath, perhaps after that, it, when whoever heard this wa- walked away, it was like, hey, I have a great idea for <laughs> for a semi-autobiographical Helen Keller movie. She gets visited by people from the future and gets her sight right, back. Right, And Helen Keller would be played by who? None other than Angela Bassett. You know what I mean? So it works both ways. Like, And I know in these pitching <laughs> projects, they just... The ludicrous say, ideas. They are... just say stuff, but I, and I'm pretty sure knowing Julia Roberts, she would have been like, "Hell no!" If they would have pitched it to her, no, absolutely not. Give it to Meryl. Fun, <laughs> fun story for us to talk about. Uh, we have Paw Patrol tickets coming up in just a couple of minutes. If you are willing to be on the panel full of ladies, four one nine two four zero one zero five five is the number you will need for that in about ten minutes. Again, and thanks for the time you spend listening to the morning reboot on Q one hundred five. Q105 Studios, sponsored by Nationwide Auto Finance. Ladies, ladies. ladies. Q105's The Morning Reboot. You're not just helping Eric, you're helping all men. I need help. The panel full of ladies. 419-240-1055. Start dialing. Um, Actually, don't call now. We've got everybody. I just wanted to use that for the intro to the bit. Okay. Okay. Line one is Pam. Hi, Pam. Good morning. Hi. Pam, you're 58. How are you? I'm good. Yes. You're 58, married, two kids, four grandkids. Correct. Okay, good stats there. Let's bring on Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Good morning. Hi. Uh, 41, married. How many kids do you have? I have one kid, but I am trying to win them for my great nephew that is two years old. Okay. Two years. Is that like too young? Or are they still doing like. Oh gosh, he loves Paw Patrol. Okay, all right. I never mind. I, you know more than I do. <laughs> um, and lastly is Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Good morning. Good morning. Caitlin's thirty-four, married, two kids. Good to have everybody on with us. Um, Pam, first question is for you. You can either pick kids or grandkids for this. You have multiple options here. Um, what okay. do you say? What's the, what's the one word or phrase you say most often to your kids or maybe your grandkids? Oh my goodness! 
I would say I say not nice. Not nice. Okay. Uh, Carrie, how about you? What do you say most often to your kids? No. <laughs> do they listen? Um, sometimes. Okay. Not always. Caitlin, how about you? What do you, what do you say most often to your kids? Yeah, that would be a mix between I love you and get off your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if we were going to get any I love you's, but I guess when that's kind of often understood between family members and not touching your brother is not often understood. There's a lot of things to go by there. Uh, Pam, what's uh, what way do you go about dropping hints for a gift to uh, whoever? Like, I guess in this case, your husband. How do you drop hints? Or do you just come right out and ask? I just come right out and ask. And does he does he deliver? Um, yes, he does. Okay. Yep, and my children do too. So. Okay, excellent. Carrie, what about you? How, how do you go about uh, letting somebody know that you, you want a particular gift? Do you drop hints or do you just come right out and go, this is what I want, it's in the Amazon wish list? Um, I guess it depends on who I'm asking. For my husband, I'll usually just come out and ask him. Nine times out of ten, I receive. Um, my son, I'll usually just drop little hints because he's always asking what I want. Okay. Um, that tenth time, why doesn't he deliver? I'm sorry, what was that? You said nine out of ten times he, he pulls it off. What, the tenth time, what's wrong? <laughs> he wasn't listening? Um, probably if I'm wanting something just a little out of reach, maybe. Okay. <laughs> a little out of our budget. Got it. Okay. Caitlin, what about you? How do you go about dropping hints for birthday or holiday gifts for, to uh, your husband? Uh, I start uh, filling up my Amazon with <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that he sees it open on our iPad when he picks it up. And uh, is is he with it enough to, to come through most of the time? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's learned finally that he realizes that's what I want it's, and it's gets the hint. It's like a child or a hamster. You have to train him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pam, what, Pam, what's the first thing that people notice about you? I would say it would probably be um, my generosity and my love for life. Okay. You must have some kind of a person and charisma that come, that jumps off you with that. Um, all right, we'll go to Carrie. I do. Okay. I think I do. Okay. Carrie, what's the first thing people notice about you? Um, I would have to say my size. Okay. I am... Fairly short. I'm under five foot, and I walk through the high school, and everybody thinks I'm one of the students. <laughs> do you get carded for everything everywhere? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, Pam, I was going to say, you sound much younger than your age, Carrie. Apparently, you look younger than your age. Not bad things yes. at all. Caitlin, what about you? What's the first thing people notice about you? Oh, man, it's the size thing, too. But especially when I'm with my husband, because I'm five foot two and he's six foot six. Oh, Ooh. hold on! I'm not letting yeah. my imagination wander. <laughs> okay, um, Pam, what you can use grandkids or your kids here? You've got a little bit more perspective than, than Carrie and Caitlin in this case. What was your biggest fear for your kids uh, as they were growing up? The peer pressure that it would impact them, and and it's worth. I would think because people tend to pull you into things that you really shouldn't do, and 
I find it it's harder for my grandchildren now. Um, I have a grandchild that's 13 going on 14, and he's got a lot of that going on right now. Okay. You take his phone and smash it against the wall. Well, it would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, uh, what's your biggest fear for your kids as they grow up? Um, I guess in the beginning it was I only have one child, so I wanted to do everything right. I wanted to make it to all their events, all of his everything. Um, but as he's getting older... I guess I would kind of go with what Pam was saying, peer pressure. You know, just do the right thing and don't follow everyone else's lead. Be your own person. Okay. Caitlin, what about you? Your biggest fear for your kids as they grow up? Oh, man, probably that they would be safe. My oldest is only three, so he's just, uh, man, he's so rambunctious. I just, you know, he's one of those kids where if he makes it to five, you'll thank God. Right. <laughs> Does he... Always having accidents. So he's like smashing <laughs> into tables and walls and always banged up and bruised up? Yeah, yeah jumping off stairs or the couch or driving his power wheels into something. Like... Well, maybe he's like a future WWE wrestler. He's just practicing. Is that... Yeah, that's what I worry about. Uh, uh, Floyd, who's our uh, who's our, our number one? Pam. Okay, Pam. Congratulations. We have uh, front row tickets for uh, for you in this case, Carrie, Caitlin. You also have tickets. Everybody, hold on one second. We will do meet and greet tickets on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering what kind of answers we were going to get for um, what do you what do you what, what do you fear for when it comes to your kids? And I can say that it just did happen, but I'm. It happens too much now, and, I, and I'm guessing we could have gotten answers from. I'm worried the planet won't be around by the time they're 25, and I've also thought about, it'll be around. It just won't be livable. <laughs> that yeah, the, the planet will be a fireball in, in in the solar system. And I was also wondering if we'd get any answers like I I hope my kid doesn't turn into like a school shooter. And I don't say that um, in a joking way at all, but it's such a part of our life now. Like. You just want to make sure you're always caring for your kid. And apparently this kid the other day, wherever that one was, was totally a uh, good kid. It's 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 our new norm. Like, I hate to say it, but yeah. like, it could happen. But right. hug your kids. Hug your kids. High five them. Um, Dance with them if they want to. Pam from the Old Newsboys is on the way in a couple of minutes. Yeah. We're going to kick off our Coats for Kids campaign. It's going to work a little different this year at Franklin Park Mall. Stay with us so you know how to be a part of it next. Seven thirty-five. We'll get you qualified today at nine twenty-four. Michigan, Ohio State tickets. Uh, Seven thirty-five. Now the morning reboot on Q one hundred five. Floyd, it, the the sun or it must be. Uh, we must be getting light now because our studio is packed. There we go. We spend our six a.m. hour by ourselves. Uh, we'll say good morning to our camouflaged corgi queen friend Alex. Good morning. Hi. She is <laughs> Petey and Sonny's mom, and of course Kitty. But and we Kitty. Don't, we Kitty's don't, name is Tyrion. We don't really all that, talk for about all, for all who know where that came from. <laughs> we don't really talk about the cats on the show, though. So good morning, good to see you. He likes it that way. Um, also, let's say hi to our friend Pam from the Old Newsboys. Hi, hi Pam. Pam. Hi, everyone. Hi, pull Pam. that microphone. I know you want to share with Jim, but pull that microphone closer. Oh, there we go. Oh, so um, Jim can hop in when he'd like, but Pam is here because on Black Friday we're going to kick off this year's Coach for Kids campaign uh and the big part what december 6th december 6th wait hold on a second we'll figure this all out um on december 6th is our big day of entertainment and programming at the mall for our big coach for kids 
It's not a radiothon. It's not a telethon. But we are asking you to donate differently this year. But before we get to that and why it's so important that you follow these instructions, um, old newsboys. Pam, Alex just asked about that. It was the first time I came across it last year. What is the old newsboys? Because they've been around a long time and do great things here in our community. They certainly do, and we're, I'm really glad to be uh, volunteering with them. They're a 100% charity organization for the last 90 years in Toledo. We have with us today also Jim Poole, who is our president of the board for this year. So I'm going to let him go into a little bit more detail. Hi, Jim. Hi, Good morning. Jim. Tell us about the old... You can, and we can pull that microphone out, Tom. Adjust right. it to your pleasure. Standing station here. Yeah, the old newsboys doing such great things here. Yeah, so this is the 90th year of the paper drive, and every year the first Friday in December... Um, we hit the intersections of all the major intersections in Toledo and in the surrounding area. And we're out there with the jugs and walking down the aisles during the red lights right. and collecting people's change out of the cars. And the money goes directly to 100% of the pennies. Every penny raised goes to put mittens, hats, gloves, scarves, jackets, clothes on kids in need. We, we address emergent needs as soon as it comes up. And that's been our mission since day one is to, to take care of any child in our community that is in need of proper clothing in the winter. And there's a lot of them, and we know how cold it gets here because of how rough last week was. Uh, Pam, on December 6th is going to be our day, at, our big day at Franklin Park Mall. Lots of entertainment, lots of friends of the community there. Um, we're doing things a little bit differently this year. Can you explain uh, why it's important to, to find the kiosk that we'll have where people can donate on an iPad rather than just bringing coats or anything like that? How your money goes farther than somebody just buying a coat, which is a great gesture, but you guys have a great connection. It absolutely is, and that's why we're so glad to be partnering with Cumulus and the Franklin Park Mall and this uh, new kiosk that we'll have center stage at the at Franklin Park. And what you'll be able to do is go there and donate directly to the Toledo Old Newsboys. So you're going to know that you have 90 years of tradition behind you. You have year, many, many years of tradition. And one thing I want to point out, you can by my name maybe tell I'm not a boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and those in the studio, I hope, can tell. Um, I'm not Damn, a boy. you look great this morning. <laughs> Thank you. But, you know, it's, we're not old, we're not all boys, and we're not all former newspaper carriers. So I think that's really important because I get asked that question a lot. So anybody's welcome to come and help out. But at the mall, what we're going to do is have this kiosk. You donate. We have that 90 years of tradition and buying power that we've worked out with a supplier. So we have a voucher system set up. Every school can go directly into our website's voucher system with their unique code. They can sit down, such a dignified way to give, to sit down with a child in the school, have them, either the counselor or the principal does this, have them choose their coat, their color, mm. their size shoes, whatever. We can do returns for them if it doesn't work out. Then that uh, those items are delivered either directly to the school or to the child's home. So it's just an amazing oh, way. Nice. And isn't that great? Yeah. Not, not that someone giving a hand-me-down or even oh, buying no, a no. coat for someone isn't a, is, is not a wonderful gesture. But the child being able to pick that out themselves is such an important part of this. And growing up, there's no bigger like bragging right than like going home one day without anything and then you come to school the next day with yeah. your new coat on yeah. and like your friend's like oh where'd you get your coat like oh I just got this like yeah. there's no sense of pride than walking with something new in school exactly and you're just like you like you you lift you walk with your head a little higher especially <laughs> if you come from a place of like 
Not not as much money as your friends. Right. You don't get that new stuff yeah. too often. You're wearing Maybe. it the night before. Yeah. Or, you're right. You're modeling in the mirror. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. I, yeah. I know all about oh, that. Yeah. Pam and Jim from the old news boys as we get ready for our Coats for Kid uh, Kids campaign this year. Can you explain the other part of this? You talked about the partnerships. Well, again, it's a wonderful thing for you to pop into Old Navy and get a kid's jacket um, and donate it. And it's great to show your kids how to do that. We know the kids are all on iPads these days anyway. they can. You can also show them how to do this. But like, let's say that $20 or $40 that you would buy for coat, you guys get more out of that, correct? With correct. your partnerships. Could you yeah. explain that a little bit? Yeah, so with our partnerships, uh, as Pam was saying a little bit ago with um, the kids going and sitting down with the, the principal or the counselor, um, our, with the buying power that we've managed to establish over 90 years of doing this, um, they're getting these, we're, we're utilizing, maximizing the dollars you know, to the point where, um, you might go into a store and a $90 jacket is, we get it at a much more reduced cost. So right. we're able to help more people um, more readily. And it just, it allows us to really have such a great influence on so many more kids than you would normally have if you're buying at the exact retail cost. So if you're going to go buy a coat for $50, it's a, it's a wonderful gesture. And that might just be one coat, but that, that $50 that you would you could donate at the kiosk could be a coat and a half or more because of you guys and your partnerships. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, Pam, good to see you. It's going to be a great season. I hope this is the biggest year of co- uh, for Coats for Kids ever. Well, I thank you, and I thank Cumulus and Franklin Park Mall, and we're real excited and hope to see a big crowd out there on, on uh, December 6th to kick off this new partnership. Where can Thank people you. find out a little bit more? Obviously, uh, on Facebook, we'll share some things. There'll be information on our website. Where can people go directly to the old Newsboys website to get more about you guys? Yeah, the new uh, the Newsboys, ToledoNewsboys.org. It's ToledoNewsboys.org. Okay. Uh, don't feel weird about answering old Newsboys questions because I was such an idiot for a long time. I actually expected the Salvation Army to like go and fight wars and stuff. Oh. So. <laughs> Did like, you really? Good for you. Said good, ar- good. It said right. army. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was 11 and I was like, they do fight a war. I don't want to go there. They do fight a war, indeed. Good to see you, uh, Pam and Jim. Q105.com for more as we ramp up this year's Coats for Kids. For the time you spend listening to the Morning Reboot here on Q105 at 7.52, thank you for all the phone calls that we're getting that aren't directed at us. So much confusion. However, however, let me have my Owen Man Anderson moment. How dare you call the wrong number and then I try to correct you and you yell at me. And hang up on you. And then hang up on me, yeah. If you're listening. Yeah. Who are you trying to reach? So-and-so. Oh, you call this. Well, this is the number they gave me. Well, ma'am, you dialed five instead of the number I gave you. Oh, click. Look, I realize there's only a one number difference. (laughs) But anytime you look on Facebook and go, hmm, I wouldn't have said that, but you did go, same person can't dial the phone number right. Listen. Uh, That's why we save stuff in our phones. Um, good morning. Thank you for listening to the Morning Reboot on Q105. Uh, and even if you do call the wrong number, I'm going to try to evangelize you and get you to listen to us. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, you're trying to convert and lead your sheep to the flock. Do yourself a favor. Now, you know you know those Jews always trying to convert people. Oh, wrong religion. My bad. <laughs> it is the best one, though. Um <laughs> Old Testament forever. OGs of the Testament. You will not hashtag Old Testament us right now. Stop that. What do we have entertainment, Eric? Amelia Clark was not too pleased at getting naked. Our friend Alex is here. Her cat's name is Tyrion. Named after Lannister. That's correct. Formerly of House Lannister, now of my house. Thank you. (laughs) 
<laughs> Tyrion House Thomas? Yes. Um, so, Amelia Clark was very naked in the first couple of seasons of Game of Thrones, and she was never really comfortable with it, even claiming she felt pressured um, to take off her clothing, not to disappoint fans. On Dak Shepard's podcast, she detailed some of the early days of Game of Thrones on the set. I'd, I'd come fresh from drama school, and I appreciated it as a job. If it's in the script, then it's clearly needed. This is what it is, and I'm going to make sense of it. One person she credits with helping her feel more empowered to speak up is Jason Momoa, who she obviously often shared scenes with. I'm a lot savvier with what I'm comfortable with and what I'm okay with doing. I've had fights on set before where I'm like, no, the sheets stay up. And they're like, you don't want to disappoint your Game of Thrones fans. And I'm like, F you. Was Jason Momoa ever naked in that show? Mm-hmm. Not, not frontal. I mean his butt. Yeah, not, not frontally. Not, it, huh? okay. Him and Amelia were like, they were like, lovers. Lo- they were married. Oh. Um, in a not so in an inappropriate way, but yeah, you know. there was a brutal rape scene. Yeah, it mm. well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, questionable consent. Questionable. I agree because she was also young. Questionable consent. However, I'm not surprised because Jason Momoa is very like, and I would I, I feel like he because he's married to Lisa Bonet mm. and he's got lovely women in his life, and I'm like he's probably. On our like empowerment, like you, you go, girl. He's a feminist. Yeah, oh my goodness, for sure. I'm, I, um, mm. I, I, mm, that, that. He needs to go on the wall. That's the, that's the he best. He needs to go on the wall just for me. I get turned down on that. Put my face next to him. Be- Bethany would have an have an outrage in here. <laughs> well, let her. Okay. Uh, I have two thoughts on this. One, I mean, at any age, you don't know what you don't know, and and she was she just came from school and thought, but. So I get that. You're, you're naive. But for someone to have some P word that rhymes with shtick, to have the audacity to go, you don't want to disappoint your fans, I hope that person is without a job now. That's, That's awful. That yeah. is awful. That is, yeah, that, yeah. I, I will say, I was going to try to find some other way to put it, but yeah, I like the, I just figured out what the P word that rhymes with shtick is. So I'm just like, yeah. I yeah. probably could say it, but that that that's awful. Um, don't ru- fans, please. Hush. I don't know if this is coincidence. I mean, it, it it works out all around. It helps promote the movie. It helps promote what will be a very popular holiday <gasps> gift. Oh. Through research conducted by Ancestry, a genealogy yep. service that charts users' lineage via its database of more than 20 billion public records, and also probably DNA, Tom Hanks was shocked to learn he is, in fact, a sixth cousin with Fred Rogers. Hmm. Um, the results was Access Hollywood surprised the Hankses um, with this as they gear up for a beautiful day in the neighborhood. No, impossible. You're pulling our leg, Reed Wilson said. Listen, uh, Hanks said, harping on the significance of the revelation. It all comes together, you see. The records illustrate a link between the two figures between a shared five times great-grandfather, a German immigrant named Johannes Medford, uh, Mefford, who was born in 1732. More digging into their backgrounds so that Hanks and Rogers also descended from two brothers who fought for American independence in the Revolutionary War. Well, isn't that just perfect? Wow. Hello, neighbor. That's that is a, yeah. That's that's a huge coincidence. I mean, that's pretty cool to be like right. related to Mister Rogers, but I don't buy it. I, I, I don't either. I'm not, okay, get I think it's cool to be related it. to Tom Hanks, but I don't. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't get that. I how <laughs> coincident? I can't even talk right now. Alex Floyd, where are you guys on taking DNA tests for ancestry? Well, I took one and I found out what I'm a hundred percent. My mom took one. I'm and afraid to take one. So 
I so it was actually pretty interesting. So my I'm not I don't know. My mom took one and so my mom's from Germany, so she came here when she was younger, um, and she moved to New York City. So, you know, growing up I'm like, Oh, my mom, you know, not mm-hmm. first generation, like my mom immigrated here, right? And um <laughs> so like all the projects, Sorry. all the projects, you know, school projects, I'm I'm German, you know, blah blah blah. And then she did her ancestry, not one cent. From oh, Germany. German, not one. Not one. Not one. It did say like northern something, so we're like Vikings. I will I suppose. Oh, that's awesome. But I will <laughs> say this though. If you're interested in it, now's the time to get your DNA test. Because uh, they're running the Christmas specials. Yeah. You don't have to pay the whopping. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. I I've and we've talked about this when I when we first started the show. I'm afraid because I've there's this show on PBS where they cotton swab African American males and women and they don't really get many results. It's not accurate for African people. Because yeah. of African descent. Yeah. yeah, because we were just numbers coming over. You know what I mean? Right. And like and they have the means and the money. They did the drummer from the roots and they the number Quest. Yeah. The number seven kept showing up and they're like, Well, that was your great great uncle's name because we were numbers, but then he had the means to figure out what a what number ship he was on and all yeah. that stuff. So like I want to do it, but I know that I'm like not going to get great results. Like right. say my white friends would get, yeah. you know what I mean? Or yeah. like my Latino friends, because they're already rich in their culture. I don't know much dating back Same. to like my great grandmother. That's about it. We've asked Same. people for their DNA horror stories before. And we never really got them, yeah. but I like reading about them. Like, oh, that's not my dad. Alex, do you watch Westworld on HBO? I haven't watched the last season, but yeah, I've seen. I watched all the way up to like the big fight one of my favorite shows uh-huh. of the last handful of years i wish it wasn't an every two year thing mm-hmm. all of our data is out there in the ether and I, I, it seems like i don't like it too many people get their identity stolen i, yeah. I, I thankfully knock on wood it's never happened to me i have a i have a west world like problem with my dna floating out there mm. That I mean, the, the idea with Westworld is they're going to replace all the bad humans with better versions of themselves. And meanwhile, some like we're all worried about our bank cards and stuff. And meanwhile, all these people ship their DNA off they to do. some to some silo in Antarctica where like a new human race is being created. And then they and then they give you. I think this is the one that gives you the option that if like another person that's semi related to you has done one, you pay more money and they'll connect you with your fam, your yeah. like long lost family. And I'm just like, mm, ah, good. Ugh. You know, my dad. Unless was they in, happen to be Tom Hanks. My dad was in a war, and you know, oh my, dad a little was... bit of a Rolling Stone. So oh, I don't... Oh my, no, my dad oh my was God. a Confederate soldier. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, don't ask questions. <laughs> you might not like the answers to one final story, and I'll hit it real quickly. Aaron Carter speaking out again. I would I would Jeez. suggest Floyd you check. I would no no he deleted and blocked me. He uh, he lost <laughs> he lost his court case and the judge says and I'll paraphrase you don't look like a guy who needs to be around firearms. Oh did he say that something along those lines? Oh crap! <laughs> Wait hold on. <laughs> but his he has rights. Does he? <laughs> He needs a nap. I just wanted to say that. That, well, that that's the quote of the year. <laughs> you need a nap. Oh, it's I in the Constitution. He, yes, yes. And, well, yeah, he, <laughs> he's troubled. Um, 801 with the morning reboot on Q105. Uh, the DNA thing is kind of like a loose conspiracy theory, and you don't like conspiracy theories one bit. I don't. I don't either. Oh, oh, thank really? goodness. Oh, thank goodness. I thought we were on the same page as this, but obviously not. I can't stand them. I'm here and there. It depends on what it is. But I, I have one that I'll throw at you to get us started with this topic that, that I think we can all... 
this actually is gonna be fun. hope for. I'm yes, tick a lot of people off. And <laughs> a, and Alex of House Thomas rant next. <laughs> Q105. Don't leave me alone. Forgive my lack of focus right now. Alex just reminded me that I needed to get my daily dose of baby Yoda memes. I don't know how that reminded you of Yoda. I just um, don't. Alex showed me something funny that I would see on Reddit. It was a little dog showing its butt in your bedroom. to a bigger dog. And I'm like, showing its goodies. It's goodies. It's goodies. Busting Not it wide open. Whoa. It was something you might find on Reddit. And I was like, I've been, it's been so busy in here today. I need to get my daily <laughs> That one is seven-year-old Eric going. Don't touch the black people because I turn black. <laughs> I think I think it's we should go down this throwback path, like stuff we thought when we were younger. Now we got older. You're like, why didn't no one correct me? I thought, like, I was why didn't your parents say Eric? Because you thought just because you won't touch Aaron because it stayed in your head. I thought I was literally going to marry a Backstreet Boy. Did you? Like, I thought that I was going to go to a concert. They were going to see me and be like, oh my god. Which one? Um, Brian. So I wanted to be. Wait, a- we don't have time. Sorry. No, I'm just. Uh, wait, well, when it comes to me, we don't have time. We're straying too far, and I want to give Alex her time. We will save this for an entirely Fine, big Alex. segment later this week. Go. Eight sixteen in the morning. Reboot. Q one hundred five. I'll recuse myself. Hold on. Um, there have been. A, there's been. A, you can go on to Reddit and find a bazillion conspiracy theories. Sometimes they take off. Mm. The big conspiracy theory, not that we're going to dive into it, that's been discussed a lot lately, is how'd that guy kill himself in jail, or who killed him? Mm-hmm. And Alex, that set Alex off because you are not one to tolerate conspiracy theories. I'm not. I find. I. I don't like. I get it. I think that we all. I think it. It's like. It speaks to the simplicity of us and not like an insulting kind of way, but we love a good story. Like we love a good plot and a good twist and like, mm. <gasps> ooh, you know, but some things just aren't that exciting. Now, some are. So and with this particular person, I don't believe that he committed that act. I think that, you know, there was a lot of people involved in his what he was potentially going to bring out in the open that dude raped a lot of girls and was yeah, a target for abso- everybody in prison it, well, he, that too so yeah that too you and I discussed that absolutely that too but there's there was also people that he canoodled you know that he had relationships with so I can understand they're like hmm but I don't but everybody like pointed to one particular person or one particular family and I'm just like how what other conspiracy what about the other families and the other people hello <laughs> 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 what about the victims <laughs> the internet gets off and running yeah. with something what what's another conspiracy theory that you will simply not tolerate? Because oh geez, there's the bigger ones like the Kennedy assassination, aliens. Ugh. Oh, my favorite one that people try to walk back. Like I just well two, and they make for great memes. Okay, the flat Earth people and oh. the we didn't land on the moon people. <laughs> do, do, do those fall in conspiracy theories? They yes, do. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I I don't like I. You can pr- pr- produce as much evidence as you as you think, but it's like, do you know that though? Like, do you you know we we absolutely yes we landed on the moon, so nobody did then. Like nobody went into space. None of this stuff happened. It like it's just fun. I'm like, okay, this is fun. That's fun to think that, and like they're fooling us all. Yeah. So Thomas is a conspiracy person, and I am not. So your boyfriend? Yes, yes. Oh. So our household is absolutely divided. <laughs> And I remember when, like, obviously when the stuff came about that guy doing awful things to women and then he allegedly killed himself, I was like, well, and he looked at me, he's like, you believe that too? And I said, 
now hold on. <laughs> right, hold on. <laughs> now, Let me explain myself. Now hold on. Right. I'm not, but he, he, we fight about it all the time. He's like, how can you not believe this? And look, and look, and look, and what about this? And what about this? I said, where are you getting your citation? Where are uh, these sources these, coming from? These facts that... Uh, I'm Alternate not a cons- facts. I'm not a conspiracy theory person either, but they come up with facts. And I'm just like, where did you find this? I've Googled this so many... No, it's right there in plain sight. And you're like, no, it's not, because I can't find it. And you you can't deter them from yeah. believing their truth. Yeah. Or and in the way I feel about them, they probably feel the same way about me. They're like, right. how do you not believe? How are you non-believer? Right. And I'm just and like, I, I, I want chicken nuggets. Like, you know what I mean? You just got to move on. <laughs> but most importantly, like, I'm not trying to prove you wrong. Like, I will not argue yeah. with somebody that believes something different than me. That's called, like, agreeing to disagree. <gasps> People do that. You know, oh my goodness, people do that. So I'm just like, I'm not art, but I find that like when I'm having a conversation with somebody that I believe that believes what I believe to be a conspiracy and I'm like, I'm not with it. They're like, how can you not be with it? That's ridiculous. You're falling for the for the mainstream media patriarchy and the rhetoric that they're giving you. Mm." It used to be like. 15 years ago, it used to be easy to dispel these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like They'd be like, oh, I saw it on the internet. And be like, okay. But but now, years later, and we kind of see it with why we wind up in a lot of these right. these raging arguments. There are, some, there are sites that look deeply legitimate and well-researched mm-hmm. to support some of these things. And people go off. I, I want to bring this back to a, a lighter thing. Sure. Um, there's, I don't know if you can call it a conspiracy theory, and maybe BuzzFeed has sussed a lot of these out over mm. the years, or somebody has. The fact that there were secret menus at fast food places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. And I think it's kind of been uncovered, I guess. Yeah. Because Starbucks then began to release these drinks. They're yeah. like, somebody was like, hey, Howard Schultz or whatever, you know, if we actually release a unicorn drink, people will buy it. Yeah. And they will. Am I right? Because did did you guys ever hear of or believe in like the secret menu? Yeah, McDonald's had yeah. one. Like it was like it was like if you order this, they have to give it to you because it's on their menu. I think there was a long time ago. There was something that wasn't on the McDonald's menu. It was like the quarter pounder, but it was special. It was like a special quarter pounder. Mm-hmm. Like they'll you... put the spe- they'll put the Big Mac sauce on a or, quarter pounder. Or no, like I think like mayo, like others. Yes, but essentially, but it wasn't on the menu. But they had it, and somebody told me, you know, they have this, and so I went and I tried it, and sure enough, they did. And I do believe that, like I, mm-hmm. that, you know, those are the things that I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. Like that is more that is more realistic. That and not even maybe that there's stuff that was on their menu that's not on their menu anymore, but they still make it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so they they. They still, you can still order it, although it's not on the menu. That makes a little bit more sense than some of the other things that I'm just like, okay, now that's that's a stretch. I makes so I brought up like a Wikipedia, and I was trying to think of like big conspiracies like in the past two years. I totally forgot about the 9/11 one because I remember oh, right. Oh, was, and the Sandy Hook one. Yeah, oh. all of them. I was to say which one. <laughs> that's the thing about conspiracy theories. You you have one. There's but behind every conspiracy theory, there's like. 20 more that you can't even yeah. wrap your brain around, yeah. but ultimately one of them kind of makes sense to you, just so you don't get into a debate with someone. Global warming, that's a conspiracy to The Illuminati. <laughs> and you're a Beyonce and Jay-Z fan. How do that's you not fine. That? I'm still waiting on my request to be allowed to throw up a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, 
when I lived here the first time and I lived in Monroe and I guess the place is still there. It's called uh, 129, I think. Mm-hmm. It's in downtown Monroe. And, and back then, like 05, 06, it was a, like a really swanky martini spot. I never thought that that place would be in Monroe, but I loved it. And me and good old Matt Jewish, Matt Delman, would go there all the time. Like so much we were there on like Tuesday nights drinking martinis. And one time the bartender slipped us the other, the secret menu. And it was like... I'd never seen anything like that before. Like it was like a crinkly old back nap. Uh, we don't have time. It's funny. Crinkly old back of a napkin, and the drinks were mind blowing. Oh. Were they? See, yeah, I think you know, especially in some of the larger cities, New York City. I want to. I want to go on a secret menu tour. We should do that. Ooh, that would be fun. Give us your that. secret menu. Secret menu. We tour. should do that, and we should film it. Or I've. I've. How about tomorrow morning, Floyd? Let's take a, a test. Go. Leave a couple minutes early. Stop, or we can do it on the air. Maybe um, go over to the McDonald's. And that say, one, yeah, we ain't got that much time. Uh, <laughs> well, after I after I give you the suggestion, you'll probably say, "Hey, shade, I want a bacon, egg, and cheese on a sandwich bagel." Uh, in between two hash browns. Oh. And see what they do. A, that's delicious. B, I have time for that. B, I don't think they have time for that. Mm. It's four in the morning. Go to, actually, go to Chick Fil A and see if they'll do it because they'll at least be nice to you. One last thing: conspiracy theories. <laughs> you right. My therapist told me this one before. So downtown where I used to live in St. Clair Village, so home slice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you go out on the deck, you, do you can you visualize that building that is behind it? Yes. Yeah. So. My person told me that he believed or someone told him that that was some kind of deep secret government place that has a lot of like important servers on it. And it got me to thinking the back door for that place would open twice a day for UPS deliveries. And as soon as the truck pulled away, they closed it. And you couldn't you could only see the landing area, the platform, not what was actually in that building. And I've never seen anybody go in or come out that front door. So I'll buy that one. If for not my the pleasure of my imagination only, you know you're gonna have to believe that. I'm just gonna believe that they were just delivering something. But so when I was in plain sight, mm-hmm. when mm. I was younger, and I, I've said it before, I grew up in Cleveland. There was like, I grew up on the lakeshore, so like Burke Lakefront Airport, and right right there where the air shows mm. and stuff are. Ninety, the highway. There's like this um, building um, off of like East Marginal. And it had a mural. So it was really big. And I think it was for the power company or something like that. So it was this really big building. And they created a mural for, for uh, forever. And it was whales. So it was water. And you could see the whales swimming under mm-hmm. the water and all the other fish. We thought there was really actually like an aquarium in there. And that the that building was <laughs> full of water. And there was actually whales swimming around in there. And <laughs> now that like in the age of Facebook and with that being... 20 years ago mm-hmm. you know longer some of my Cleveland friends they just redid the mural so they they touched it up because it was that old and they said hey did anybody else think that there was actually whales in there so it wasn't we're just like, you we did like my brother <laughs> did we all did That's I thought funny. you were going to say that like depending on the way the sun shone down on that that means that there were certain drugs available for sale in the area <laughs> does that no. work N- 
What? Like, do people do that? That seems like a lot of work. And they're just saying, hey, or like I have drugs right here. you go to right a here. fast food restaurant and you order a certain combination and they pass you a bag of weed. Is that, that a thing, too? You that know, happens people, at a McDonald's in what Cleveland. What the hell? Yeah. People just didn't throw their shoes yeah. up on wires for nothing. Mm. Uh, Floyd, where is there always something happening? Backyard barbecue. Thank Backyard you. barbecue. They're next. <laughs> 8.38 with the morning reboot on Q105. It's good to have you here, keeping uh, an ear and an eye on the Grammy nominees. And Billie Eilish got announced. Floyd is not happy. Mm. But also Lizzo, so let's not skip over that fact. The mumble queen of America. Uh, good morning, it's Eric. And that was my best version of Billie Eilish. A kind of upset Floyd, but he'll live. Why am I upset? Billie Eilish. And yeah. I mean, I'm all about girl power, so it's good. Uh, and our friend Alex is here with us. We also would like to introduce uh, Krista from Backyard Barbecue. Hi, Krista. Hi, how are you this morning? I am wonderful. Sorry for the delay in our not-so-green room there. It's okay. <laughs> um, Backyard Barbecue. Everybody knows what this is. They're going to buy the sweet deal coming up at 9 o'clock. Um, let's, just ch- let's just chat. Okay. You were telling Alex when Alex says that she mm. eats healthy now and her stomach gets a little upset, there's something for her to grab. Oh, yeah. We've got um, actually four salads. Our Cobb salad is absolutely fantastic, though. I'll have to try it. It's got our smoked chicken and turkey on it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does it have roasted corn? It does not. Ooh. That's not on the thing co- it should. The Southwest does, though. Ooh. Uh, Backyard Barbecue, if you don't know, there's always something going on, right, Floyd? At the Backyard Barbecue, yeah. (laughs) Near Douglas, next to Zavatsky's, um, they have a sweet deal where you can pay $25 and get a $50 gift certificate. It will be available on our website, q1055.com at 9 a.m. You can also text the word SWEET to 419-240-1055. might make for a good holiday gift or use that for part of a holiday party. I've been told, and I think you know this... You're new? Actually, I started back in March. I've been the manager. That's not not really new. (laughs) No. No. I've been there for a while. Um, As I say, I started back in March as the front of the house manager. And like I said, I've been there. I I was a regular for long Mm. before I started working there, though. So was that what made you want to work there? Yeah. I was going to say, actually, I've worked for the group that owns it. Yeah, They're a locally owned restaurant. And so I've, I've worked for them before at different venues and... Um, so I came on board back in March, and as a regular, what would you always get there? Um, the Southern Fried Chicken. Oh. The Southern Fried Chicken and the and the um, chicken tenders are my favorite. With the Southern Fried Chicken, yeah, coleslaw. Oh well, you've got your choice of two sides. Okay. So can you tell me about the coleslaw bar? Uh, well, backyard? we've got two different coleslaws. Okay. We've we got, got the uh, creamy slaw, which is a traditional mayonnaise-based slaw, and then we've got our smoke slaw, which is a vinegar-based. It's got like a little bit one. more tang to it. I like that one. Do you guys go Alex Floyd? You go coleslaw or potato salad? Oh, coleslaw. I'm a coleslaw person. Oh, I'm so no potato person. salad. What? I don't like potato salad. Yes, yes, you are. I didn't know that that was a thing. Oh, you can't take it away from me. Floyd, if I go to the barbecue, will will I not see coleslaw, only potato salad? No, you'll see both, but it depends on which one to dabble in. But you can't make the potato salad. Sure I can. Krista, what what uh, what's the most popular side at backyard? Like when people are filling up uh, the. Sor- I was gonna say everybody ch- loves our hand cut fries. Okay. I was mm. say not a lot of people realize this, but we have a scratch kitchen. Okay. Everything is made in house. Oh, nice. Um, everything, all of our smoked meats are smoked in house, low and slow, um, for like twelve hours mm. over uh, apple and pecan. You look like a woman who forms opinions easily. No, 
not really. Well, I, no, I'm, I'm saying that in a complimentary way. People like to say that, oh, you're judging me. No, I'm observing. <laughs> so I, okay. I would have run this by now that you're, now that you've gone from table to overseeing things at Backyard. If we walked in, mm-hmm. um, what would you expect? What would we, as a group, what, would, what do you think we'd get? Oh. When I had the menu up right now, too. So and I'm pretend like you didn't I was know what I was well, going to say. We'll start with starters. Starters? Probably the buffalo dip. Buffalo chicken dip. Mm. I'm good with that. Buffalo, buffalo chicken dip. No? No? Not for me. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you're the chunks. Floyd and I'll eat it. <laughs> you're the chunks. I'm the chunks. I say, you're the chunks with sweet barbecue on them. Oh, honey. Yes. We, As you, I say. You keep the barbecue sauce at the table so yes. you can... Oh, yeah. Oh, I was saying, well, they come covered to begin with, and then you yes. can add yeah. more. Yeah. What kind of entree people do we look like? Floyd's a beef rib. I slam on a rib. I don't know Live on the rim. I was say because we've got our beef rib, mm-hmm. our smoked beef ribs. We're one of the only restaurants in town that has them, and we do the three, four, or seven bone. Well, yes, you oh. do. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> smoked beef rib with a backyard beef rub, grilled and served dry or wet. Mm-hmm. Chris is here from Backyard Barbecue. <laughs> there are sweet deals today. It goes on sale at nine o'clock. Uh, twenty uh, fifty for twenty five. Q one zero five five dot com or text sweet to four one nine two four zero one zero five five. Can we go back to the fries for a second? What about the fries? Big fry person, and it's also hard to screw up fries, which is well, no, but people do screw up fries. Yeah, do they? Do. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. How? I was just, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. But ours are like I said, our our fries come in as potatoes. They okay. are cut in house, mm-hmm. um, cold bathed before they're fried. They come out nice and crispy, and oh, they are so good. Let me go back to the judgmental thing here. <laughs> so, people don't like people don't like that I put ketchup on my fries. I'm not a dipper. Oh, see, see, I'm a mayonnaise girl. Oh, I dip my fries in mayonnaise. Well, I'm going to go to the, to, to the dipping or the on top it. of. No dipping. So would would you come over to my table as I'm just having a nice lunch with Floyd and Alex and and like take judge the, you ta- no no take the fries away from me because I put ketchup on it oh god no okay so I think that that's- and I, I might hand you you know the malt vinegar no mm. better choice to put on top of it no. putting putting the ketchup on the fries because I also do that is smart because then the ketchup can get a little warm. Because they're on the fries and the fries are warm. Oh, I like it a little warm ketchup. I like it better. I think when you, you dip, I think, <laughs> you, no, I'm no, like, oh. no. I think when you dip, you ketchup goes unused. It doesn't go unused when it's all over. Yeah, but then it's so messy. But if you Good. dip, you get the it, glob it's a it on there. Fry. <laughs> Lick your fingers. Ribs. I. You don't go oh. eat ribs and stay clean. Something. Something else you got to try is the onion rings. Okay. Ooh. They are hand cut, hand dipped in house. Is Ooh. it a lot of? batter and fried or is a lot more onion because I don't like it's, the more onion kind sorry it's 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 batter. kind of an in between they're no okay. oh, it's not greasy oh oh no no they're oh, good they're well I mean they're not overly greasy let's okay. put it that way um, this is good honey they are oh <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're thick cut onion rings yeah um appetizer gets 10 to 12 of them mm. So I'm big portions. Can we go there? Later? Yeah, I, I we, we, people. Uh, this doesn't get talked about a lot, but some of my favorite restaurants, which have now kind of changed because restaurants change over the years. I used to go to them because the food was quality, but 
I got like an entire plate of food for oh, good money. So mm. I like big portions. And that's, we've got big portions. Good. Mm. Big, and, big portions. And they have an amazing beer menu. Mm. We do. Which I'm looking at right now. I was going to say, yeah, currently we are running our, we've got a lot of our winter beers on right now, which are the porters and the stouts mm-hmm. and the Blitzen is on right now. Um, From Mommy Bay, right? Yep. From Mommy Bay. Um, from And we've got a lot of local craft beers. When I say local, Michigan and Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sagatuck. Um, let's see, the Sagatuck, um, which one's on right now? It's a porter. We've got, um, I think it's a peanut butter porter that's on from Sagatuck. Hush your mouth. What? Oh, yeah. Oh. And then we have, we have the Ohio City Milk Stout on from uh, Great Lakes. Peanut butter beer is so good. <laughs> you wouldn't know. I wouldn't yeah. know. <laughs> see, see, I'm not a beer drinker. Uh, so. I'm allergic to peanut butter. Ooh. To peanuts. I'm so sorry. Me. Yeah, me too. That's I what, what I say to her all the time. <laughs> I don't know what I'm missing. Thoughts and prayers. Life. Uh, sweet deal goes on sale in, in just a, a couple of minutes prayers. here. Nine o'clock. Text sweet to 419-240-1055. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, thank you. Have you been on all the other stations? Uh, two of the three. Who else do you have to go see? Uh, 93.5, I believe, is who I'm lo- I've got left. That'll be terrible. I said, on K100. Oh, you sit with Denny? Or are they next? They're next. They're okay. next, yes. Um, you'll have to let us know. So far, in the three so far that you've been on, uh, rank them in, in accordance of enjoyment for you. Mm. And you can be totally honest. If this wasn't fun, we get it. <laughs> oh, no. I've had a blast. Um, as I say, you guys, K100, and then... You know, Pike. the other one. <laughs> the other one. Uh, sweet deals. Nine o'clock. We'll uh, run down what Max Boyle did last night one last time before nine o'clock. Coming up next. I'm still here. What are you talking about? That's our friend Alex. Uh, it's Eric and Floyd. 920 today. Get qualified. Uh, my last chance to get you qualified for Michigan Ohio State tickets. Two more chances if you miss out. With Russ at 1220. Johnny at 320. Uh, last thick segment here of the show will be part entertainment segment, part um, review from last night, and uh, and music with Max Boyles. Thinking out loud to get the save. Your legs don't work like they used to before. And I can't sweep you off of your feet Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Will your eyes still smile from your cheek? And darling, I will be loving you Until we're 70 Uh, didn't get the save last night. Joanna Martinez, who did Alicia Keys' Superwoman, got the save oh. in the uh, at the end of the show last night. Max can sing that to me any day. Ain't that about it? Oh Say my it. Goodness. Uh, come, Floyd, to, come here and sing it to me. This was Team Kelly's performance last night. You don't like Linger? No, I do love Linger. I do too. I It'll never top zombie. If you could return, don't let it burn, don't let it fade. I'm sure I'll not be rude, it's just your attitude. It's tearing me apart, it's ruining everything. 
be true. Think that's the max part. Honey, so did you. So why were you holding her hand? Is that the way we stay? Were you lying all the time? Was it just a game to you? But I'm being so deep. You know I'm such a fool for you. Ooh, this girl's good. That's Kelly Clarkson. The Alan Stone song? That was last, last night. night. Oh, yeah. Okay. When I, heard, I saw a clip and I was like, oh my God! I love that. I knew I like Max. Come and sing to me, please. Sing we, for me. We have a, uh, well, like, it, Joanna just had a better performance last night yeah. than yeah. he did, but Floyd. It happens. Floyd and I have an A&R suggestion for the path of music he should pursue. And you are making us 100% right. What is it? He should write, he should be that white soul singer like Robin Thicke. Oh my God, yeah. yes. Is it because I'm like swooning over him a little and want him to sing to me? Because <laughs> I, sa- I <laughs> well, said, it's candy dropping music. It, in- it truly is. But I do think that like if you want to save yourself the route probably wouldn't be for, like, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. You know, it probably, Ed Sheeran probably, you wouldn't want to save yourself with an Ed Sheeran song. Hold on one second. This is not an underwear free studio. Yeah. I love Alan Stone. When I heard that, I was impressed that, you know, that, because most people don't know who Alan Stone is. I don't, I didn't. Listen to his music; it's fantastic. It, w- and then look at his face. <laughs> oh, oh look at I compared it to like a uh, who, Maxwell, like not Max Boyle, mm-hmm. but Ma- Maxwell, yes, who I love. Please, um, please, D'Angelo and who and Robin Thicke. Oh. We can, uh, yeah, he, no, wait till he opens his mouth. <laughs> I'm okay. Like I just, I feel like that's his. I feel like he found his his. Lane. Yeah, that is such a good lane. I mm-hmm. would listen to it all day. Go to a show. What I said earlier, and it's like totally sporty, analytical. Eric going. Well, there might be other singers on that show who could be like big pop stars. That's a very deep pool of swimming with a lot of competition. Mm-hmm. Whereas there are not many people who can nail things, mm-hmm. especially as a white dude mm-hmm. with those songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like once yeah. a decade where they hit hit. And he's handsome too, right? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. How old is he? I, he's got to be in his mid to late twenties or so. Uh-huh, Sorry okay. if you're not that old, Max. Um, I love Floyd. Did you watch Kelly's show yesterday? No, because it was preempted by the news coverage. Okay, so w- when did she have Chrissy Teigen on? It had to be yesterday because the it? day it before yesterday. she had Jason Momoa. It should right. be on this morning. Then. So it I'm going to I'm going to preface this by telling you something that you might have already known, but it makes me appreciate Chrissy Teigen a lot more. She's effing with you. Did you not hear that John and I run Christmas recently? Oh, yeah, you did ruin Christmas. I was like, how did I mess that up? You guys are such... I I know, I know. know. Sharon Osbourne, man, she hates you guys. And I was like, what? And she was just on my show. And I was like, wait, what? I was like... People got so mad because we changed... He had this idea because of the Me Too movement. They pulled Baby It's Cold Outside from any radio, like a lot of radio stations at Christmas. Well, I love that song. Well, yeah, but then Sharon assumed that you guys burned them all in the backyard or something and they could never <laughs> listen to the original I ever know, again. And, and both John and I have actually cut Baby It's Cold Outside the original and we like the original, but we noticed that a lot of people didn't. And so we were like, oh, let's just give them another option or whatever. And apparently we killed Christmas. You guys killed Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I literally woke up the next day and I was like, If I what? can't have my creepy song, yeah. 
It's not Christmas. I want the date rape drink. I want <laughs> date rapey songs. I was like, and honestly, the original doesn't even offend me. I just was like, cool, we'll do another version. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm not offendable. Like, I hear it all. It's I, hard to offend me. That speaks to us, right? That, Chris is I, I don't is, care what you guys do. I, they're too, but to be you like, can, I hate this now. Oh, I can see her little guppy face. Over. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> So, she, as much as she irks me, I do. It takes a lot to offend me. Maxwell's 23, by the way. Googled oh. it. But, um, yeah, it takes a lot to offend me. And, like, she's just messing with you on Twitter. <laughs> she truly is. But, like, I, it takes a lot to offend me. And, like, I didn't see the song as that bad. I was like, I get it. I get why they remade it. They they played it safe. And like she said, there's also another version on the album, mm. which is the original. So it's okay. Yeah. No, but she she was... What I got from was she was not even offended. Oh, no, 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 no. But knowing that people were, she's like... We just egged them on. Yeah. To, yes. Yeah. Yes. She, she lives them on. for that. She's trolling she the troll. And I, I applaud that. And I'm yeah. one of those people. If I see someone else poking a bear, I'm looking for a stick and I'm going to poke with you. Yeah. Like yeah. today on the uh, the natural hair Toledo Blade uh, city council point where there was a lot of sensible people. Do you know this? No. I will tell you. City council was looking to change the municipal code to make sure there's no discrimination for hair or headwear. It's it, still a thing. But, but a that. lot of people are like, oh, this is still, why has this yeah. not been changed already? Yeah. Okay. So I don't comment on Facebook posts mm-hmm. that are our local news place because it's loony bin place. Yeah. But there was a lot of sensibility, as Floyd said in the, in this post. So one guy is like, fix the roads. And I'm like, well, Mike, thanks for turning the tide. I've just heard that they're going out to the roads right now and fixing them all because of your, comment. Of your comment. Thank you. I wish you would have told me because I would have went on whatever website this is and commented under him with the gift of like a black woman just taking her wig off and throwing it on the ground. <laughs> That's what I would have done. That would have been hilarious. There is a gift out there. It's just like... yeah. You just have me like long day at work, and it's literally a woman going in the house, and she takes a wig <laughs> off and throws it yeah. on the ground. Using the weaves and religious headwear to cover up the potholes. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's all, all right. <laughs> podcast time. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. Also at 920, I'll be looking for caller 10 to qualify you for Michigan-Ohio State tickets. Q105 Studios, sponsored by Nationwide.